goodness. How is everyone? I feel like it has been 2,000 years, even though it has only been, what, I missed one week. But in podcast time, that's forever because I, of course, hadn't recorded something. So now it's been almost a two full weeks since I've recorded something. Yikes. Um, We are in the thick of holiday things. Everything is getting crazy. Everyone is getting very busy. I am getting very busy. Um, And now a little bit of explanation as to why I have not been here. Uh, Also, before we get into that, a little housekeeping. If this is your first time here, you may be wondering, what the hell am I doing here? Uh, That is a great question. We don't really know ourselves. And when I say we, I mean me because it is just me, one woman show over here trying to make a living and pay the bills. Uh, The concept is very simple. Whatever Laura wants is what it's about. Everything, nothing. Lots of me complaining, lots of pop culture junk. You name it, we talk about it. Nothing is off the table. And yeah, while you're at it, if you want to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, I would really appreciate it. Always trying to get new listeners to hear the shenanigans that is my life. So let's get back to it. Where have I been? Um, I, first of all, would like to say that I, not that I don't think I'm a very spontaneous person, I know I am always down the clown, always up for a trip, always up for trying new things, new foods, new experiences, whatnot. However, I'm also very, 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 very type A. I'm a planner. I'm an organizer. I make my bed every single day. I think we've talked about that. I like things to be neat and orderly. I don't like my house to be messy. I have a weird combination of drastic type A characteristics and then like I'm cool and chill and always down for stuff. Case in point. Two weeks ago now it was a Thursday night and we were decorating the Christmas tree at work and my friend Tabitha was going to Nashville the next day for a girls weekend. She was like oh my gosh like my friend can't come anymore. She was the one who booked everything but she got COVID And now she can't come. So now we have a spot open on this trip. Does anybody know anybody, excuse me, who would maybe want to go to Nashville tomorrow? Everyone was kind of jokingly like, ha ha, no, of course we don't know anybody. But then she was like, Laura, do you want to go to Nashville tomorrow? And I was like, actually, Nashville is one of those places that I have always wanted to go to. Uh, You may recall from my Pitbull decisions A few months ago, I either wanted to go to Nashville to see Pitbull or I was going to go to Denver. As it happened, it ended up being Denver. Great time. Don't regret it. Please go back and listen to my Pitbull episode. So, did not get to go to Nashville. However, this opportunity presented itself. And I was kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, I had plans that weekend, but it was all plans to like hang out at people's houses and everyone lived in town. So it wasn't like anyone was coming out of town. It wasn't like it was family stuff happening. All people that I can see on a regular basis, if our schedules line up, which let's face it, that's hard in the first place. But I was not hugely concerned about missing anything that was that weekend. We pulled up some flights. They were expensive because, of course, it was the day before. But when I found out how much the Airbnb was going to cost, I was like, okay, I feel like I could swing this. Not too long ago, we got a bonus at work. Still had that hanging out in my bank account. I was like, okay, well, this could really happen. My biggest concern, naturally, was what the hell am I going to wear? Because if you know me at all, um, wardrobe is life, fits for days, outfit or nothing, 
I have to have, I'm, I need an outfit. I need a look. I need a fit. Of course, I was ill-prepared to go to Nashville, which we will discuss later about how that actually worked out. But, you know, I was like, all right, let me go home, talk to Grant, talk to the boyfriend. I'm sure he'll be fine. Make sure he's cool with taking care of our dog child for the weekend. Go home, look at flights, talk to him. He's like, I don't care. I'm like, I know you don't care, but, you know, I'm just being appropriate and nice. Then I'm like, am I really doing this? Am I going to book this flight? Called Tabitha again, got a little more detail what was happening. Thought maybe I should swing it by my boss. At least that was Grant's idea. He was like, have you checked? I was like, well, no, I was just going to tell her like, hey, surprise, half day tomorrow, gone on Monday, see ya. But I text her. I was like, how do we feel about this? She was like, great. Hell yeah. Have a great time. And I'm like, okay. And then I booked a flight to Nashville and that was a Thursday night at about 6.30, and the flight left the next day at 1.30. I have to say that was definitely the most spontaneous, last-minute thing I've ever done. I've always wanted to do something like that, because always how cool it'd be, like you see in the movies, somebody's like, I'm just going to get on a flight and go. I'm going to leave my old life behind and move to another country. Book me a flight. Those are the vibes I was getting. And then, of course, I had to plan and pack And I had this great fringe shirt that I had (laughs) had for like a year. I don't remember what I even got it for. I just really loved it. And then we're down in Nashville. They're like, oh, I'm Laura. I don't have anything to wear. But then I pull out this fringe mesh shirt and it is exactly the perfect thing to wear with your cowboy boots. I was like, I know that is the theme of my life, thinking I have nothing to wear and then having the perfect outfit probably already in my closet. But um, that's not how my brain works. So... This is a rarity, a one-off. Next time I plan a trip, I will be far in advance planning my outfits. So I book the flight, I pack, I go to work for a half day real quick, and then I hit up the airport and I fly myself down to Nashville. And it was with my friend Tabitha from work and two of her friends from Minneapolis, Heidi and Jessica. And I had met Jessica once at her birthday over the summer, but that's all I knew. Um... It was going to be an experience. Tabitha and I have never traveled together. We've never done anything like that. So it was just going to be full of brand new experiences. I get there. We go to dinner. Have to get ready real freaking quick because we had to move the reservation because my flight got in later than everybody else's. And then we did dinner at this great restaurant, Good as Folk. We got pizza. We got this amazing spaghetti squash dish that we all thought we could have eaten as dessert. We went to um, Painter's Alley. Printer's Alley? Printer's Alley. It's something stupid. I think it's Printer's Alley. Yes, because I kept wanting to make office jokes. Like, I don't have a good one, but I really wanted to make some comment about it. Anyway, just a little strip of bars. They have live music, of course, everywhere. Somehow we lucked out, lucked out on the first night and never saw any live music. But as it is the holidays, we went to this rooftop bar. It was completely decked out for Christmas. Super cute. You went down and they could do spiked hot chocolate. And then you went up the elevator to a bunch of Christmas trees, big ornaments everywhere, everything you could want. Super cute. And that was night one. The next day, I mean, the weekend was not full of a lot of committed plans. And honestly, I was like, I'm just here for the ride. Don't let me stop you from doing anything. Here's the only thing I want to do. We go to the Grand Old Opry the next day. They have the convention center there. It is completely decorated for Christmas. We had some lunch there, wandered around. So many Christmas lights. They also had a big Christmas festival, like for kids. There was ice skating, there was tubing, there was more live music. 
there were reindeer that you could pet. There was like a scavenger hunt thing. I think they even had like a Build-A-Bear type of thing. Basically, Christmas had exploded down there. Oh, excuse me. Nothing but class over here. And so then we tried to do a tour, but of course it was full and we didn't want to do that. And when you can't do something sober and, you know, educational and worthwhile, what's the next best thing? Go drinking. Uh, it was time to day drink. We went back and went to Broadway. Uh, naturally, you know this by now, I'm sure, about Broadway. It's just bars everywhere. We got some live music. We had some drinks. And then we went to another bar, which was called Roberts, which are Uber drivers. We had amazing Uber drivers. And one guy recommended going there for the recession special, which is a fried bologna sandwich with a moon pie and a PBR for $6. I have got to tell you that this fried bologna sandwich, so, so good. Better than I ever could have hoped. Granted, we had been drinking for a couple hours by this point, so I think anything would have tasted good. But 1,000% would go back in a heartbeat, eat it all again, eat five of them. The Iowa Hawkeyes were also playing that night in a, what, the conference championship. And this dude happened to be talking to us and he was asking for us betting advice. And he's like, do you think the Hawkeyes are going to lose? I was like, yes, definitely. He's like, are they going to lose by 12? Yes, definitely. Are you sure? Yes, definitely. His friend was trying to get away and he's like, I'm getting gambling advice. Can you please leave me alone? The game was on later that evening. Lo and behold, it was a slaughter. Awful, very upset. I'm sure the drinking did not help this, but it was a literal nightmare. I think the score ended up being like 44 to 3. Very rough, not ideal. I knew we would lose, but I didn't know it would be that bad. So that was the one downer of the trip. And as in every group situation, you have the party people and the less party people. Uh, I am in the party people side. Somehow Jessica and I managed to stay out until one in the morning. Tabitha and Heidi went home around nine. Do not ask me how. Do not ask me why. At one point I was like, don't even know where we went. There are some photos on my phone of me and us with some strangers. As you do when you're out and about. Also, hot tip for anyone who follows me on Snapchat or otherwise. You know when I'm drunk, when I get duck face, kissy face constantly. I can't stop. I won't stop. I don't know why. On a previous episode, we went through all my phases of photo posing, duck face, kissy face, whatever. Never dies. I can't stop it. I don't know why it's my default. I suppose I should be happy that I'm not peace signing constantly when I get drunk, but still not the best. Just so many photos of me and Jessica kissy lipsing. So I'm sorry, but also it was Snapchat. So it was gone in 24 hours and now none of you can see it. Great. The... Next day, um, I have to plug my hangover pills once again. If you did not take my advice previously, I tested these out in Nashville. I, as I said, we started drinking at, I think, 2 p.m. I got home at 1 a.m., got up, went to brunch the next day, really wanted oysters on the half shell because I'm a boozy, boozy-ass basic bitch, got an espresso martini, got avocado toast at brunch, had an amazing time. Everything was delicious, and I credit credit all of this to ease hangover pills i don't know if they do sponsorships i'm not saying at all that i have enough listenership to do a sponsorship however ease is a miracle worker i have tested it in nashville it has been tested on a 25 year old in colorado 
another like 30 year old in Vegas. These pills work. Go to Amazon. They come in like a black little bottle of capsules, three before you drink, three after before you go to bed. I don't know. I definitely was like tired from everything. However, I know it saved me because everyone thought I was ridiculous for what I was ordering at brunch, but I was ready to go. Yes, I did order a full half dozen oysters just for myself. Um, the guy looked at me like I was crazy when I said, um, hi, can I just get two oysters, please? And he said, I'm sorry, two? He's like, I don't. And I was like, no, it's fine. I understand that you have a system. You can't be like, this dumb bitch wants only two oysters. So instead, I had a half dozen for myself. They were delicious. They were amazing. I have no regrets. Like I said, espresso martini, avocado toast. I was leaning in so hard to brunch. And it was delicious. Uh, It was at Hampton Social, so we went down to the Gulch. We did some shopping. Uh, I did not get to take a photo in front of the wings because the line was a little too long. And this was my first time to Nashville, but it was not a couple of the other girls' first time. And they were a little overall a touristy junk. If and when I go back again, we'll definitely be getting my Nashville wings. But we had brunch. We did a little shopping. We wandered around. We went to a brewery place, had some beer. And uh, we were back on the drinking train, of course. So we go home, change clothes, and we're like, okay, I guess it's time to rally. Time to go again. And back to Broadway, we went for day two. This time was a little less. I think we lasted until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock because the night before had been a very large deal. And Heidi and Jessica were leaving at 9, 10, 30 in the morning the next day. So they had to get to getting. We do our last night. We do all the drinking. We go home. We saw great live music that night to the point that um, three of the four of us were crying. This lady, Cash Crawford, look her up on Instagram. She is amazing, fantastic, obsessed with her. She caused everyone else to cry literal tears. I am a heartless bitch, so I don't cry about that kind of stuff most of the time. But she was super good. We even got home and we're looking her up on YouTube. They Instagram DM'd her about how great of a time they had watching her little set at Luke Bryan's bar. So good. Way fun. Look her up. Would recommend 10 of 10. And yeah, the next day, Heidi and Jessica peaced out. They had to go to the airport. They had to go back to Minneapolis where it was 7 degrees in the beginning of their winter snowstorm. Tabitha and I stuck around. We actually got to go back to the Grand Old Opry and do the tour that day because that was the one thing that I said I really, really, really wanted to do. So we had some lunch. We did the tour. It was very cool. Really neat to go see like behind the scenes. The tour was about an hour long and I feel like it was worth it. Maybe the best thing though. So at the end, of course, you get your picture taken on the Grand Old Opry stage and there was a dude and his wife at the very back of the tour And they had asked the photographer lady, like, she moved on to go print our photos, you know, such a scam. She had to go get them ready so we could all buy them in the gift shop afterward. And he had a full-on photo shoot with this microphone in the middle of the stage to the point that we had left him. We had gone around the side of the stage. We had gone down front. Our tour guide had given us this whole spiel about everything. And these two were still on stage. This man acted as if he was... it was his life. He was a singer. This was his moment. He kept touching the microphone and the stand, which they kept telling him not to. 
it was embarrassing. It was literally one of those Instagram influencers in the wild. And yes, I did get made fun of throughout the whole trip for taking photos of things. However, I did a great job documenting things and you're all welcome. We have lots of great group shots. I like to do a little detail shots along the way, just so it's not just a bunch of me kiss facing, holding beers, but this man, whole new level embarrassing. If I was his wife, girlfriend, whoever, I'd be like, honey, we got to go. And I can't do this one and done. Take two or three, move on. But he did five different poses and then he repeated them because they must not have gotten the shot the first time. And I was just mind blown, like (laughs) could not handle it. And then it was time to go to the airport. Oh, I should mention, obviously it was day three of being in Nashville. We looked like garbage. We didn't feel the best. It was just like bloated, you know, disgusting. So they take your photo and then you go to the gift shop and you can buy it. I look at our photo, Tabitha and I, who Tabitha did not want her picture taken, which I was like, just get in this picture with me. It'll be okay. We go look at the photo. It's trash. It's garbage. Uh, I look fat and huge and my eyes are squinty. My hair looks orange. Everything is bad. And they're like, oh, for only $25, you can have this print, these digital copies. You can have this thing too. So I'm holding it and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do because this picture is garbage, but I just want to document the moment. I'm going to take a picture of this picture, which I sneakily did the first time. And then I was still holding it and I was trying to get a second picture just in case. And the lady was like, oh ma'am, no night pictures. And I was like, oh, okay, here you can have this back, throw this trash photo in the literal trash. So I do have a copy photo of a photo of us on the Grand Old Opry stage looking very much like it is the last day of a three-day weekend in Nashville where all you've been doing is drinking and eating and shenanigans. So I did get my moment and then that was it. That was the end of the trip. We went to the airport. Tabitha's flight left a little before me. So I got to hang out with her for a little bit and then she left and then it was back for me and on my way home, got home about 11 o'clock at night and then off to work the next day. And that was my last week. So naturally I had all these great intentions. I was like, Oh, I'll record a Nashville episode. We'll do it last week. And then my evenings got very busy. I went to trivia last week. I went to, what else did I do last week? Oh, we put up our Christmas stuff. Finally. (coughs) Oh, excuse me can't decide if I'm coming down with something. I feel like things are going around in the air. We'll keep you posted if you haven't already noticed it in my voice. So we finally got our Christmas stuff put up. Then I feel like we had something else. I don't know. Everything just seemed very, very busy and I did not have time to record a podcast. So here we are. Sorry you had a week off. Maybe you appreciated the break. I'm not sure, but that was my Nashville trip. Um, It was the absolute best. It was so much fun. I had very minimal complaints, things that I would change. Of course, I have things that I would change because it wasn't my trip, but you know what I mean. So much fun. Laughed so hard. Had a great, great, great fucking time. Jessica and Heidi, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for letting me crash the party. Tabitha, thank you for letting me even be invited in the first place. Absolutely the best. Again, if you have a chance to go to Nashville real quick on a whim with some girls you don't know, you should definitely do it. My only complaint, and I hope you're ready for this. So we stay at an Airbnb. Very cute. Very trendy. The owner is into like crystals and has a yoga room and all this stuff. 
So the top floor, Tabitha and I shared, and it was a loft-style room. King bed, great. Attached bath, whatnot. The problem was, there was no door to the bathroom. And when I say there was no door, I mean the toilet was off in its own little separate side of the loft with a little wall kind of separating it, sort of. Then there was the sink and the shower all on the other side. There was no door to stop the bathroom from being connected to any other part of the top floor. There was no door stopping the bathroom from connecting to these stairs that led to the rest of the house on the main floor. I think you get where I'm going with this. I don't know about you, but when I drink 17 beers, sometimes your girl has to shit. Okay? It's not pretty. Everybody poops. We all do it. But if I'm drinking a lot of beer, I'm going to have the AIDS the next day. What is AIDS? Besides a very tragic disease, alcohol and what is it? Alcohol-induced diarrhea shits is what we call it. Yes. So, very graphic. I'm sorry. But lots of drinking equals lots of pooping. And what's the last thing I want to do with some girls that I just met five hours ago? Take a poop when they can hear me. There was a fan in there. Yes, of course, I turned the fan on. But I was like, you know what? We might have to work out some kind of arrangement because, Tabitha, you and I are going to become very close, very quick for coworkers who have barely hung out. I sent a snap video of the whole layout of the apartment or the house, top floor, and Grant sent back that we were going to become poop buddies, which is a lovely visual, much like this entire conversation is. But uh, fear not, um, everyone survived. That also meant, you know, when you're showering, everyone could just see everything, which I don't have a problem with that. Whatever. It's fine. But the thing when there's no door and sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do in front of people... I suppose I should mention that Jessica and Heidi did talk about a worse Airbnb they'd stayed at where the toilet was separated from the bat, like bedroom by a curtain and somebody they were with got sick. So I should be thanking my lucky stars. That did not happen to me. My pooping was all alcohol induced of my own poor choices, which leads me to a debate that I have been having this week, mainly with my best friend, Adrian. And the men in our lives. So she calls me one day and she's like, you know, when you're going to the bathroom at work and you're at a poop standoff and you flush the toilet to like hide it because sometimes you just got to do what you got to do if it's going to be like a loud poop, one of those. I was like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Go on. And she's like, well, do you actually do like the courtesy flush or what's your strategy there? Because apparently her boyfriend, Ronnie, thinks it is outrageous to do a courtesy flush. And I'm like, no, the strategy is sometimes you're in a poop standoff. You just sit there quietly, wait for the other person. And if you can't, my strategy is let it rip. And then you better stay in that stall and let the other person get out, wash their hands and leave. So you don't have to see each other at the sink. Clearly, they know what you did. You know what they're doing but then you don't have to make eye contact with with them. She's like, I'm doing the courtesy flush. It happened to me today at work. I'm like, I feel that. I personally have never done it, but I understand. Um, Ronnie basically is saying dudes don't give a literal shit about that and they will just let it fly no matter what. 
naturally I got Grant involved and he's like, nope, that's ridiculous. I've never had this either. Ronnie didn't even know what a poop standoff was. Come on. But yeah, basically he's like, we just all let it fly. And now I need to know from you, lovely listeners, what's your public bathroom pooping standpoint? Like, are you courtesy flushing mid poop? Are you just poop standoff and not meet them at the sink so there's no eye contact? What's the move? Is there something I'm not doing that I should be doing? Just the important questions here on whatever Laura wants. Also along those same lines, and I'm sorry that this is a very gross episode. Peeing in the shower. I do not pee in the shower. I don't think I've ever peed in the shower in my entire life. I don't know why. I just am very clenched is not the word I want to say. Uptight. I don't like let myself release like that. I don't know. Peeing in the pool, peeing in a river, whatever, fine. Peeing in the shower, not my jam. But I, it has come to my knowledge that a lot of girls are doing this more often. Dudes, okay, fine. I get it. You're standing up. You always stand up to pee. Not a big deal. This is too much information for everyone. I'm sorry. But Grant got in the shower the other day. I was brushing my teeth and I was like, ew. I was like, did you just pee? And he was like, yes. And I'm like, well, this is gross, but I can smell your hot pee smell coming out of the shower. So I got to go. Disgusting. But yeah, I just did not think this was a thing that girls did. Or maybe it's one of those things that you did when you were younger or just like when you're at the pool and you have to rinse off. I don't know. More things I need to know about you guys that you don't want me to know that maybe I really don't want to know. But yeah, are you peeing in the shower? If so, strategies, how often, why? It makes me slightly uncomfortable. I don't get it. But these are the things that I've been thinking about. So do with that what you will. Okay, uh, I was going to talk about several other things, I feel like, and by that I mean only one other thing. Oh, wait, we should do it real quick. Um, if you've not been on Twitter in the last 24 to 48 hours, um, there's a whole thing going on about Nancy Reagan. 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 Sorry. Words are hard. Nancy Reagan. Yes, that Ronald Reagan's wife and how she was great at, um, sorry to anyone's parents, sexual content ahead. Uh, she was great at giving blowjobs. And I guess Ben Shapiro's sister, who he's a trash man, if you know who he is, posted something comparing Madonna at age 60-something to Nancy Reagan at whatever and talking about how, like, choosing your lifestyle, like, Madonna was all in, like, a sexy, slutty-ish outfit and Nancy had all her kids with her whatever. And then everyone's like, uh, no, bitch. Nancy was known for giving great head. And everyone's calling her the goat, the throat goat, all this stuff. There are articles about it or like a biography of hers came out that literally it talked about it all the time about how all these celebrities would like to go hang out because she gave great, great blowjobs. And honestly, I think it's hilarious. I can't get enough of it. The jokes are killing me. I love it. If you want to kill some time, go look up this Nancy Reagan throat goat blowjob queen obsessed. I think it's so funny and obviously has backfired on what's his name sister trying to be like, don't live like Madonna. Also, who doesn't want to live like Madonna? She's hot and sexy as well. Whatever. I love it. And that's the joy of the internet. So sorry to you, Nancy Reagan, but not really because my day has been made over and over again. Okay. With that unsolicited recommendation time, you may be thinking, Laura, how do you have a recommendation when you've barely had time to podcast? Well, over the weekend, I did a whole bunch of not much, and I got to finally watch some Christmas movies. 
And I finally got around to my actual recommendation, which is the 12 Dates of Christmas. I think I've mentioned it before, but I finally started watching it. It's an HBO reality dating show focused around Christmas activities. The goal is they find someone to bring home and meet their family. And then on New Year's Eve, they have to decide if they're going to make it work or break up and say goodbye forever. I think I'm only on the second episode, which I know is not a lot to go on. However, the premise is great. We have a gay guy, a straight black dude, and a straight white, She maybe she's not white, white adjacent girl. So we have all of our bases covered there. The dates are adorable. They're gradually adding in new people. There's drama. It's beautiful and Christmas and festive all over the place. I love it. And it has like a funny voiceover, so there's not a real host, which is also great. I don't need any Chris Harrison knockoff man trying to host this funny HBO show. They're very aware of what they're doing. The controversy right now is the girl lead is into the guy lead, and they don't know what to do with it because that's obviously breaking the rules. So it's about, I think it's only nine episodes. So I will hopefully get through that maybe this week and then report back. There's also season two, which came out this year. So this season, excuse me, first season came out in 2020. So two seasons, check it out if you like any of the reality trash dating shows that I love. And it's just a nice holiday twist on a new, new old favorite. You know what I'm trying to say. HBO Max, 12 Dates of Christmas. Binge it, love it, live it. Merry Christmas. that is going to do it this week thank you once again for listening thank you for waiting for a week and a half two weeks for an episode that i didn't post any updates on why i was or was not recording please don't forget to rate review subscribe do all the things tell a friend tell two friends tell five friends it's the holiday season you can be giving you can tell more people on the gift than is this podcast and listening to my voice every week you know you want to have a great week take that spontaneous trip Make good choices when you do, and I will be here. I will see you guys next Tuesday.